I have no idea what's going on with the referees. Just end the sentence there. I I mean, look, like I bet I, I bet Buffalo in this game against Pittsburgh, but this is not even like a like a my bet thing. I don't understand how that's not Buffalo's ball over this play that just have people that are watching the game. If you listen to this podcast forum, uh, it's the Pat Fryermuth fumble at the end of the first quarter. Uh, looked pretty clear to fumble to me and didn't touch Fryermuth while he was out of bounds. But I mean, what, I'm not an NFL official. I think like if you have 20-20 vision and then you put on like the uh, like the zebra costume, you immediately become like Stevie frickin' Wonder. Blind fools in Western New York and everywhere else, uh, to be fair. Uh, so Buffalo up 14 nothing. Hopefully this does not cost us our bets. It's like screw the I'm I'm so I'm, I'm so done with the Steelers team. Uh we will get into because we, we really haven't done it yet and we need to at some point. Uh Niners and Packers and projected point spreads for divisional weekend look ahead markets. We'll do that coming up next segment. All our bets for tonight, including the Eagles and Bucks, coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. But joining us right now to recap Super Wildcard Weekend, give us betting thoughts on the divisional round, maybe a little Aussie open as well, is our buddy from NBC Sports, betting analyst there and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast, our friend Drew Dinsick, the whale capper on Twitter at whale underscore capper. My friend, welcome back to you, or you bet Nick and Ken happy football Monday to you and yours yes happy football Monday to you guys as well hope the uh, results uh, went your way <clears throat> over the course of the weekend uh, so far wild card weekend has been a joy um, I dumped some money in incorrectly on the under in uh, the opening game but since then it's pretty much all uh, balls been bouncing my way um, so pretty psyched uh, particularly about the Green Bay Packers results so it's been a uh, it's been a good uh start to the playoffs for me yeah i was thinking about like we had jason lock in for on saturday morning and he just kept being like i think the packers are so frisky in this game like i think it's like well they're actually jason they're way more than frisky <laughs> actually they were just ran up the score basically so happy to hear that you were uh, on that same result we were on the over in that game I, was, I, was, I needed the cowboys to win for teasers but that was an okay result in terms of the overhitting do you have a do you have a strong opinion on i don't know if it's going to be a joy tonight with the eagles and buccaneers the way you say the rest of wildcard weekend has been but eagles three everyone's hurt for everybody both quarterbacks are injured totals pretty low given the eagles defense like 43 44 uh do you have a strong opinion on tonight's game yeah i think uh that uh you know that that market it makes no sense to me <clears throat> i think aj brown's one oh. of the most entire players in the you know, for the entire handicap uh, this number three was kind of bet into place when it was expected he was going to go. And the questions were really swirling around Devonte Smith. And now we know there will be no AJ Brown for this game. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is the side. I like them on the money line. I like them plus three. Uh, I played some under on the open. I think we probably talked about that last week. Uh, and uh, it was 44 and a half at the time. It's down to 43. I'm not inclined to play at the total at that price i think that's right um but uh yeah the matchup for me that is going to be the most interesting is uh how healthy is baker mayfield and what can he do against this defense for the uh eagles that is currently not that is thoroughly lacking a spine um and uh yeah you don't necessarily want to be in a playoff setting against uh you know a team that has you know chris godwin and um you know mike evans running amok and you know not have you know, linebackers or safeties that can cover. So uh, definitely an, an issue um, for Philly here. And, um, you know, I, I had held Nick Sirianni in pretty high regard among the quarterback, you know, coaches that exist in the NFL because it's just his run last year through the playoffs and, you know, a lot of his 
kind of moving the needle in terms of play sequencing and you know utilizing third down in a way that sets you up for a high likelihood fourth down conversion all of that i love but uh, his decision to hand the keys for the defense to uh, matt patricia just makes zero sense to me i do not like what patricia is doing at all in terms of scheme for the defense and uh, the fact that brian dable solved it so effectively twice uh, should give you a little bit of hope that um, you know Dave Canales, who's who's done a really nice job with the Tampa Bay offense this year, has a lot of those same answers. So uh, hopefully Tampa Bay is uh, the right side in this one, and uh, we can put the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in their miserable season to bed. Uh, how do you think you'll end up betting well, if at all, Niners and Packers next weekend? Niners a ten point favorite, yeah. fifty and a half the total as it stands right now at BetMGM. <laughs> Yeah, so for what it's worth, it's looking like we're going to see uh, a, a smidgen of weather uh, in California. Uh, not cold, uh, but wind and rain pretty uh, likely for the Bay Area on Saturday night, uh, which makes things interesting. Um, the uh, total probably is going to come down if you want to, you know, a bet that probably get, you know, the high likelihood of CLV, I think under 50 and a half is going to get there for you. Um I like the points of this one. I like the Packers uh, offense. I like Matt LaFleur's ability to adapt um, opponent-specific game plans in a really effective way. Uh, Aaron Jones with uh, all of the juice in the world because he kind of missed some key portions of the season is a scary matchup for uh, a Niners team that uh, definitely can be had on the ground. Uh, I think uh, ultimately it's tough for me to say how good the Niners defense is because so much of the season they were missing Armstead in the, uh, in the middle there. And, you know, you just had uh, a rotating cast of characters in the, uh, in the secondary. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what their injury report looks like, looks like this week before getting too crazy involved on the Packers. Um, but I think this is uh, definitely has the potential to be a competitive game and it would be a little bit of a, a funny karmic uh, uh, answer after uh, San Francisco went into green Bay when they were, you know, green Bay was such a, uh, expected winner of the NFC a few years ago as the one seed uh, and took care of business. And uh, if Green Bay could answer and, and knock out the Niners, that makes the entire playoff picture very interesting all of a sudden. So uh, right now I am not doubting that the Niners are your you know rightful favorites to win the Super Bowl, but um, I definitely think this is that the, there's a case to be made that uh, the outcome of Packers over uh, over Cowboys was ultimately uh, uh, not a good thing for San Francisco, even though it does uh, make their NFC championship, you know, opponent uh, potentially less dangerous. This is this is a tough draw. Interesting to see. I, I didn't know about the weather, by the way. Good good tip sort of on like looking ahead on that. Obviously, like it's Monday, but, you know, I think like my expectation was like, oh, I don't even need to look. And that's lesson to word to the wise. You always need to look <laughs> like even if, even if it's in California, uh, where whale like frequently tweets Instagram pictures of it's January and like I'm on the beach and here's a yacht and like a sun and a drink with an umbrella in it or whatever. Also, apparently it's going to rain and be windy during the Niners game. So I didn't know that. I'll tell you what, uh, man. One of my yeah. most memorable losses in life. Uh, I was mega staked on the under in the in the Carson Wentz Colts game in in San Francisco when they had the quote unquote atmospheric river. Uh, do you remember that game where mm. like it rained literally inches of rain were accumulated during the course of the game? Um, and uh, I think I had under 44 and a half in that one. And uh, there was like some garbage time points that took it over the total. So uh, you never know. But uh, yeah, no rain is, uh, you know, rain is, is a huge element of, uh, of California weather forecasting in the winter. And we've had a really, really, really dry winter so far. So uh, everybody is uh, kind of uh, pretty amped about the storm that's coming through this weekend. And I think yeah. it's pretty high likelihood it's going to be wet. 50 and a half, 50 and a half total here as, uh, 
as things have things have taken a turn here. Is this uh is this interception confirmed, Nick? The interception bills in the end zone. We uh we look yes. pretty good here. Uh, Buffalo has picked yeah. Mason Rudolph in the end zone after just like we don't have to get into the play by play. We'll do that after we let Whale go. Uh, Kenny, Whale, you, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, Rogers roasters too. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whale, what uh you mentioned? So you think the Packers are are a little alive against the Niners? It might be a weather game that usually means the underdog wins a little bit more often. That actually then puts a crazy amount of importance on Lions versus the winner of tonight's game. And you gave a pretty strong like you kind of think Tampa's winning this game, which means you would get Tampa Detroit in the next round. There are look-ahead markets for all these games. Like, we can call it, like, six. I think Nick and I feel like it might be a little more than that when we get to the game. But, like, whatever. Like, that range, definitely more than a field goal. Lions favor to make the NFC Championship game. Whether it's the Bucks or the Eagles, would you be confident, like, predicting a Lions victory? Would you actually want to take points with either team in that situation? What about the other NFC matchup? Obviously, we know Niners-Packers, but we know enough, I think, to yeah. give a guess about the other game. Yeah, uh, tonight's winner drawing dead uh, in Detroit, in my opinion. Um, I, I think ultimately uh, uh, I would lay up to six and a half with the Lions against the Buccaneers. My fair is seven. Uh, I would lay up to four and a half with the Lions against the Eagles. Um, my fair is five. So, yeah, I think uh, it's uh, it's going to be I, – I may, maybe I'm like – you know, I might be just getting a little bit hopeful here because like – I really, really want to send the Lions to San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> like, I, I, I like nothing. Like the kind of the optimal setup in terms of like a little bit of a, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of throwing some throwing some chaos into the market would be the Lions just absolutely waxing uh, whoever they play next week in Detroit, uh, and then being uh, a little bit overrated heading into San Francisco because I gotta tell you, man, Shanahan. Shanahan's scheme against that Lions defense has me licking my chops uh, to lay the points with the Niners if that is our NFC Championship game. So um, we'll see if that's ultimately what we where we get. I know I, I would love you know I, I guess I would love a, a competitive uh, you know uh, Packers Niners game uh, where people are like, oh well, man, we see a couple picks from Brock Purdy. You know, are we sure that these guys are as good as everybody make them out to be? And then they'll you know couple that with the Lions just shellacking. Uh, you know, a, a Baker Mayfield-led uh, uh, Bucks team would be uh, the best out- outcome to, I think, get a, a cheap Niners in the championship game where I would uh, I would love to be on the right side there. You better. You bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday, talking the NFL playoffs with Drew Dinsick, the whale capper from NBC Sports, on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Uh, we're going to have to have like a Mason, another Mason Rudolph under conversation coming up momentarily yeah. after that end zone interception. Feels like, um, it feels like every play we're going to have one. It feels like every uh, <laughs> Well, assuming Buffalo at least wins the game, whether they cover or not, immaterial to the conversation. But if they win the game, Buffalo, Kansas City next week. Buffalo, like, probably a little less than three at home against the Chiefs. And then Baltimore in between seven and a half and nine and a half against the Texans. Eight and a half, I think, is the number at, um, at some look-aheads right now. Anything stand out in the AFC next weekend? I think more likely Buffalo is going to be over three. Uh, not just because there's going to be a little momentum on them if they can, you know, carry on playing this well against the Steelers right now. Um, but uh, that game closed one and a half in Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Like it's not that far removed, and there's really no differences in terms of available players there and then then versus now. So uh, I could see market kind of pushing three to three and a half in that game. Uh, with support for the Bills. Um, I definitely have an appetite for the Chiefs in that one. I think the Chiefs' defense and particularly their coverage schemes match up well against a, a Bills team that um, you know has, has been a little bit 
you know, difficult to really pin down since Joe Brady took over. They obviously want to run the ball a lot, and that does work against the Chiefs. Um, but for what it's worth, the Chiefs defense can, seems to be uh, on the come up right now. And honestly, so does the Bills defense. Uh, if that total is in like the 44 and a half range and there's no weather, um, you know, there's there's definitely an opportunity, I think, to look for an under in that uh, KC Buffalo contest. And uh, I think uh, Chiefs are probably uh, the right side if you're getting anything more than three. Uh, if it's sitting at a flat three, I'll probably be uh, uh, uninvolved in the side there. And uh, Ravens, Texans, nothing for you in like 30 seconds? Nothing in that game for you? <sighs> I'm probably going to be on the duck. <laughs> and it yeah? sucks to say. Brian Stroud? I'm, well, definitely buying Stroud. I mean, that's an easy, easy, uh, easy proposition for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's. I, I don't. I, I need to see uh, Lamar do it uh, pretty confidently. Uh, no, I, I need to see him have a no nonsense playoff win before I'm really willing to say that that uh, Baltimore team is a juggernaut that's going to uh, stomp their way through the AFC. So, um, you know, again, price price dependent. Once we see a widely available number, but uh, um, but uh, I would lean uh, anything more than a touchdown with the uh, with Houston because my fare is uh, right around seven. All right, so we hit a lot of National Football League playoff stuff with Whale. Uh, how about a little Aussie Open? And anything mm. that you like coming up here for the Australian Open, my friend. We only have about sixty seconds for the answer. This is like the chalkiest Aussie Open I can, or chalkiest slam I can remember. Um, you have four clear uh, favorites for each quarter on the men's and women's side. A little bit of an imbalance draw on the women's side, where there's just no kind of intermediate uh, players that you really are are concerned about uh, affecting uh, Coco Goff and uh, Sabalenka from getting to a semifinal. There, um, I think we're you know Rabakina is kind of the name you want to follow the most carefully because uh, she definitely presents the clearest threat to taking Iga down on the women's side uh, and then that opens up the door for uh, Coco to off potentially if she can uh, take Sabalenka to continue her nice run form so um, ultimately uh, chalk on the men chalk on the women's uh, I'm on Sinner and against Djokovic in the men's draw uh, I think ultimately this wrist injury he's carrying matters uh, and Sinner definitely looks like he is uh, kind of ready to take the next step and win his first slam so I got plus 650 in pocket there uh, and I think uh, just a no price on Djokovic is a fun play as well all right, well, awesome stuff, buddy. We appreciate the time, as always. Uh, NBC Sports, the Deep Dive Podcast, on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Good luck with all the bets coming up this weekend. Good luck tonight. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, best of luck, guys. Our pal Drew Densick joining us here on the show. A little lossy open at the end. He's a joker. He's a sinner. <laughs> Sounds... Uh... I don't like when it's like, ah, I think this is going to be like the chalkiest thing ever. But then like, I, I have a, a friend who likes tennis too. I was messaging with the other day. I don't know anything. And he center was like the name that he mentioned. Like, well, if you wanted to bet against Djokovic and not even that, like you have to bet against Djokovic, you could just not bet or you could bet on Djokovic. But if you wanted to bet against him, seems like center is like the kind of like the next guy, the up and coming guy. So happy to hear that whale was, uh, whale was on that too. What are, what are we looking at here? We're 14, nothing still, right? Uh, 14 nothing. Bills have the ball right about midfield. Third and eight happening at this moment. Uh, Josh Allen runs for the first down and more and more and more. Oh, my God. Uh, Allen, like 60-yard rushing touchdown. 21, 20 to nothing Bills pending the extra. It's a ridiculous play by Josh Allen. And uh, and obviously, we'll, we'll follow the weather in San Francisco. I just brought up, like, a couple, like, AccuWeather kind of things, like – Whale's right. Like, could be rainy, could be windy, need more info, but there's at least, like, the potential for weather, to his point. Kenny time? I mean, I... How could it not be? Or we're at least seven minutes away from it. 
We'll, uh, we'll talk about this more to start next segment, and we'll also talk about the p- potential and the matchups that we know for Divisional Weekend in the NFL. Well, actually, we know all of them. We'll be right back now. with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.